Arr, arr. Glove, 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 glove. New cards. <laughs> what about we also have vampires? Yeah, no one, no one likes no, that. Oh vampires. man, that's too bad. Uh, welcome to episode three of Spoiler Season. Um, that introduction was uh, all the different tribes of Ixalan saying hello. Minus vampires. Yeah. Yours was vampires? Minus oh, vampires. No, minus, minus vampires. I thought minus. you said yours was vampires. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so thanks to our sponsors, uh, New England Comics, you can find on Facebook, NEC Coolidge, and to Flipside Gaming, which you can find at flipsidegaming.com. Today, we have a special guest with us who has been with us a couple of other times as well. Hi! It's Min. He's back. He's back to, to talk about some Magic the Gathering cards because uh, he was such a hit. The first time with our viewers. The people have spoken. That's right. The people, the people want more. Oh, yeah. uh, so, exactly. Exactly. So, we're going to start off with a limited cycle, which, Min, your forte is limited, among other things. Uh -huh. uh, so, we're going we're to have you take this. So, the cycle, the forerunner cycle, there's um, forerunner of the coalition, um, forerunner of the legion, forerunner of the heralds, and forerunner of the empire. Um, I. The Forerunner of the Coalitions, two in the black for a human pirate. When it enters the battlefield, you can search the library for a pirate card, reveal it, and shuffle your library and put that card on top of it. Whenever another pirate enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life. Um, so the other three Forerunners, uh, and it's a 2-2. Two -two. The other three Forerunners have similar templating, so each of them, um, uh, when, you, when you play them, you can search your library for a member of the respective tribe. So Legion, two in the white, search for a vampire. Um, the Merfolk, uh, Forerunner of the Heralds, three in the green, search for a Merfolk, um, three, two, Forerunner of the Empire, three in red, um, search your library for a dinosaur and put it on top of the, your library. Um, so they're all pretty good. Um, the interesting part, the, the thing that puts some of them, I think, over others is their, um, kind of their kick, their added effect. Um, so like I said, Forerunner of the Coalition, when another, another pirate enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life. That seems great in both like a black-red aggro strategy and in a black-blue painfully dirtily strategy, <laughs> which just sucks. Best like kind of strategy. Oh, shut up, yeah. man. Um, and Forerunner of the Legion, whenever another vampire enters the battlefield under, under your control, target creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn, which yeah. I don't think is as good, but I mean, as we've seen with like Pirate's Cutlass and like uh, playing, you know, Pirate's Cutlass was great in the in the vampire limited decks because they made their little uh, one one token so much better and I think this could be something similar. Yeah, I mean if you play um what's it called Queen's Commission, Commission. right? Call you get to give some like life linker plus two plus two till end of turn. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's Good, true. but not great. <laughs> Um, Forerunner of the Heralds, the Merfolk one, uh, whenever another Merfolk enters the battlefield under your control, uh, you put a plus one, plus one counter on Forerunner of the Heralds. Um, that probably seems like the weakest one to me because you, it just becomes a target for removal. Yeah, um, and it's four mana for a 3-2. Yeah. yeah. And then Forerunner of the Empire, 1-3, uh, 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 really bad stats, but whenever a dinosaur enters the battlefield under your control, you may have Forerunner of the Empire do one damage to each creature. So there's your instant uh, enrage triggers. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, maybe an answer for why they printed that spitting dinosaur that you guys were making fun of. The, uh, oh, the death spitter. Three two when really he just kind of spits a little bit of... That deals two damage. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't. He just spits spits yeah. discomfort, not death. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, he tries really hard, but he's not... Look, not, not good enough. We can't give out trophies for trying hard, okay? <laughs> You either, oh. as, as Yoda said, uh -huh. there is do or do not. There is no try. So you speculate that at the end of this excellent storyline, because we're both intense 
intensely oh. the magic story. You think <laughs> there can only be one winner, and the other three tries should just be wiped off the planet. Well, I mean, <laughs> think about think about it like this. Okay, let's say what's your favorite tribe? Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, let's say the dinosaurs win. So the dinosaurs win, and the vampires go back to their little home, and they're like, "Look, we don't have the immortal sun. We're all still vampires, but we tried really hard." How are the people gonna react? They're not gonna be like, oh, well, good job, good work. They're gonna kill them all because they're vampires. Oh, wait, they can't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll probably, maybe they can, who knows? They'll do something bad to them. Uh, and that, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And that's all Yoda was saying. So. Is, okay. All right. So, Thank you. Well, yeah. these cards I think are all great for limited. Do you think any of them have any relevance in uh, standard? I do not. No. I do not. No. Nope. right. No. Nope. They're they're too expensive and they don't do enough and like they don't put the card in your hand. They put it in the library. So, underwhelming. Underwhelming. Mm -hmm. But yeah. All right. Next up, we have a merfolk warrior. Uh, you love the merfish. I do. I do. This is deep root elite. Uh, green one for a one one. I hate these one ones. They just died at lots of things. But anyways, uh, whenever you another... love elves, all the elves are one ones. <laughs> what is, what's wrong Why? with you? Yeah, but they Why? have because they... they're elves. They're tiny. You kick them and they fall over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least they have like you know enter the shaman of the pack, right? Enter the battlefield, deal damage equal to the elves. And what does deep root elite do? Read it because it just... it's it, it does what you want. Yeah, kind of. Whenever a merfolk enters the another another mm -hmm, merfolk mm -hmm. enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on target merfolk. Look at control. that. So if you want, could it doesn't have itself, to be a one one anymore. Could be on another one. There you go. Yeah, there you so, go. A little bit of flexibility. Combos with deep root waters, where every merfolk it produces can be a yes. two two if you want it to be. I feel like you like need deep root waters to make merfolk work because like like a lot of the cards we've been seeing from merfolk encourage you to go wide, and mm. that is currently the only way to go wide in merfolk. You're talk talking constructed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. none of them are folk work very well as it yes, is. Yes. Oh, yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> They're super fun. They're really, well, they were very fast if you got like River Sneaks and. Oh, yeah. Most River, River Herald's Boon, just play like eight of those. Yeah. You're, so you're done. There's a ton of two drop merfolks that scare me already limited, like mm -hmm. the Shaper Apprentice, the um, yeah. River Sneak. This is another one that I would be horrified to see. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a Lord, too, at Uncommon. Yeah, yeah so. which is a two-drop, two-two. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's very nice. And limited, I, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, the merfolk are, were, like you said, very good already, and like they are clearly being pushed here. Right. Uh, I feel like for Constructed, I really want to just look at all of them. Like, put them all in front of me, because they all kind of blur together. They're all, <laughs> like, they're all weak. They all make plus and plus one counters, and like some of them care about merfolk, and like... I I just I'm underwhelmed by all of them, and they don't seem good. But I could be wrong. Uh, it feels like this one's a little too delicate for constructive versus the yep. one that draws cards or like buffs all your other merfolk. Yeah, like, yeah, this one feels like it takes a little too much. Yeah, work. it just feels like a because it's kind of like a metallic mimic, um, but yeah. not but the same. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be. Right? I mean, the only difference between this and mimic is like mimic's a two one. Two one. Yeah, and, and, this is, and this is you more can choose where you is. put the counters, yeah. right? So this is actually better than Mimic in most cases, I think. That's true. So I think you could say this okay. could be, be played in Merfolk. Yeah. And constructed. Uh, if there, maybe, of course, maybe, Mimic of course, was always no, like Mimic. the first thing that you cut yeah, when absolutely. you were playing Zombies, so this is probably like the <laughs> yeah. first Merfolk you cut, but maybe yeah. it's like... But maybe like in Merfolk's quest for Lords, they're like, ah, Metallic Mimic, 
we can pretend that's a lord. Deep Root Elite, <laughs> that's almost a lord. Uh, and, I mean, then you hit, like, a critical mass of two drops, but it's just not clear to me how you win the game. So, yeah. I don't know. Not not in love. Uh, the next card, though, I do like as a fan of enchantments. Um, this is Mysterious End. Ooh. It is white one enchantment when Mysterious End enters the battlefield. Exile target creature with converted mana cost three or less in opponent controls. When Mysterious End leaves the battlefield, target opponent creates a 3-3 green dinosaur creature token with trample. Can we talk about the art? The art is amazing. Tell me your thoughts on the art. So the art, um, so there's like a shadow of like a pirate, like, <laughs> like with smoke rising up. Like he's clearly been like ended somehow he's just blasted mysteriously mysteriously yeah yes. and there's a very curious dinosaur <laughs> looming over going hmm i wonder what happened here <laughs> i'm just like wow that's that's amazing but what um, if he that dinosaur is him oh you think he turned into the dinosaur he turned into a dinosaur oh that's actually horrifying that's what white does now it turns things into dinosaurs wow yeah it's in white's form, color pie. form of the dino well that's in red but oh. close <laughs> close um, yeah, so this card is uh, kind of like Silk Wrap, uh, which was a card that I really liked. Um, the difference being that instead of getting the creature back, you, they get a dino back. Uh, in some cases, this is better. In some cases, this is worse. Uh, like, if you want to mysteriously end a Rogue Refiner, I'd probably have rather have them get a 3-3 than a Rogue Refiner. Yes. Um, but, you know, with Silk Wrap, one of the best things you could do is exile Hangerback Walker. Um, and, like, these days, you could wa exile Walking Ballista. Um, but now, like, if they kill it, you know, they actually do get something as opposed to getting nothing back when the when the silk wrap would leave. Mm -hmm. But white, we complain that white doesn't have uh, cheap spot removal. Yep. This is spot removal, um, but and it's, it's not spot like people. For the cheap spells. But that's where the threats are. I will say that someone who play try to play a lot of white blue cycling, like you know, the the the, the removal options that like that cheap, cheap removal options were horrendous. Like, yeah. You would play Jerry's Renunciation to yeah. tap two creatures, or oh. you would play Impeccable Timing, and th those were just always terrible. Yeah. Um, but this one, at least, deals with Lantos Cub no matter what. Yep. Oh, yeah, I am fine with that. Yeah, that's a good option. Okay, it deals, so with, it deals, it deals with, with all Cub. the big ones. It deals with... Virtuoso, it deals with Refiner, it Virtuoso. deals with everything out of Ramen Upright except oh. Hazard, it deals with everything out of Mono yeah. Black, it deals with, like... It just deals with everything. That's why yeah. Silk Wrap is so good, too, because, like, so much of the curve is concentrated at three less. Three. Um, and, like... Even if, let's say they decide they want to remove this, right? I don't even feel bad. Like, they're going to spend, our enchantment removal is like three or four mana. So they're spending three or four mana to get rid of something that already bought me a ton of tempo to get a 3-3. Three, three. Right. And I can yeah. deal with a 3-3. Three, three. Right. So I, I think this card is really good, and I'm, I'm excited for this for, like, blue-white. Like right. I mean, as you said, you're really, when you play white control, you're really just winning until you yeah. cast Fumigate or exactly. so. And exactly. then the creature becomes meaningless. Yep. Yep. So I like this card. Uh, I'm excited to... to Get some get some play there. It's nice to see some cheap spot removal again. Um, next, we have uh, a card that really wants to be a Snapcaster Mage when it grows up someday. Uh, this is Surge of Memories. It's blue-blue, sorcery, return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand, exile, Surge of Memories. So this is a it's source... Like a lot worse than... I wouldn't compare it to Snapcaster. Why not? <laughs> Like, it's the same cost and it has the same ability as Snapcaster. The difference is being it doesn't make it two one and it's not instant speed. <laughs> and you don't have to cast it that turn. Uh, so that's actually an upgrade over Snapcaster. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like, but like the the problem too, like we can't forget, <laughs> is anytime someone's like, 
oh, well, we'll compare this is worse than Snapcaster Mage, right? Or this is worse than Jacefin's Prodigy. It's like, those are two of the best, like, Snapcaster is <laughs> one of the best cards in modern. Right. Like, it's one of the best blue cards ever printed. Um, so, like, the fact that this is worse than Snapcaster Mage is not a bad... Right. It's a high bar, so it yeah. still has lots of room to um, be good. I do, say, I, I do hate that this is a sorcery. I, like, <laughs> wish with all of my heart this was an instant, because then I would play it. Um, at sorcery speed... Uh, it, it loses a lot of its goodness. Um, and I think why, while Torrential Gearhulk is still in the format, then maybe you don't need this card. Uh, but if Gearhulk rotates, or depending on what kind of control decks morph, because like right now I don't think Approach really wants this, and like I don't think Cycling really wants this. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a powerful effect. Like, it just allows control decks to like fish for an answer out of their graveyards. Uh, control games go long, which means that you it, this is almost like blue-blue for a tutor for an instant or sorcery, which is awesome. Um, so I really like it, and you might want to play it in some like small number, but uh, I think like Gear Hulk is probably going to overshadow it. Yeah. So you're talking most about control decks, and yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, in, in those decks, there's so much redundancy, you're going to play Search for a Scant of, yeah. you know, just, just draw the cards you need. Um, I'm, 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 a, I'm wondering a little bit, so you remember Admiral's Orders, you know, where that, that, that counter spell that only costs one if you attack this turn, yeah. which mm -hmm. seemed to be pointing towards like a different kind of blue deck, like sure. more aggressive blue deck, like maybe in Pummel, right? You, yeah. You might use that in Pummel. Um, do you think this maybe is that sort of card? Like Blossoming Defenses number 8 through 12? Or? Maybe, but I think like you already have Dive Down if you really want more Blossoming Defenses, like specifically Blossoming Defense. Yeah. Um, but generally, like I could see it seeing play in another kind of deck, but I would lean more like even further into the combo range. Like, if you had some kind of weird standard storm deck, right, where, like, you want to retrieve combo pieces and, like, loop stuff over again, then, like, Surge of Memory seems like it would be really good there. Um, in Pummeler, I feel like usually when you cat and maybe I'm wrong, like, I haven't actually played much Pummeler at all, so, uh, but I feel like usually once you go in on your instance and, like, you pump up your Pummeler, like, you either win or lose the game at that time, and I don't think that this card will help you to, like, ah, try again the next turn. Um... And maybe I'm wrong, but I and I also think double blue would be a little bit tricky for those more aggro tempo decks. What about Grixis Rebel and Riches with Brass's yes. Bounty? And you use this to get back Brass's Bounty and recast it instantly. That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and again, that goes combo, right? Like this is like this could this is like a combo piece where like yeah. if you need a certain number of cards, then you know like to, blossoming defense, right? You have five through eight. Um, but I, I'm just thinking more along the lines of like a hard combo deck as opposed to a like aggro mm. aggro combo thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah because, so maybe we don't have those instances of sources yet because as, as soon as you said combo, I was thinking think like uh, rise from the tides. Sure. Is that the card? Uh, yeah. You know, the one that generated a ton of zombies. Like yeah. I could I could see this being like a extra win condition because you wouldn't want to have, to have drawn too many of those early. Right. Um, and just gives you, like, safer redundancy, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it gives you some flexibility, where, like, if you don't have the win condition, like, you can get back something else that you want. Like, remove it's a spell. Or... until you do find the win exactly. condition. Exactly. A pull from tomorrow. <laughs> you know, whatever you, whatever, you, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Uh, and also, can we comment? The art shows some mage rings from Vryn. Uh -huh. So Jay's clearly, he's remembering his old uh, mage rings. Did he not remember anything from Vryn? He did not. He wiped really? his own memory, yeah. Or, Again? Well, no, wait, he, that time wasn't him. I think it was, like, his battle with Alhammerit oh caused gosh. his memory to, like... And so. he also planeswalked at the time? Then he, yeah, he planeswalked, okay. yeah, after, like, killing Al, Alhammerit. I think he killed him. Do you think we're going back to Vryn? That seems like a super boring playing, I gotta say. <laughs> like, hey, what if you like rings, Vryn? you're gonna love Vryn. What if Vryn was on Dominaria? 
Oh and my we just gotta do it. That'd be crazy. Well, people thought that for um, Ixalan. They thought Ixalan was on Dominaria because someone in uh, development made a comment about Ixalan is the name of the continent. And they were like, <laughs> what? And they're like, oh, it's also the name of the plane. You're like, what? That makes no... That's silly. Why would you do that? But anyways... Uh, yeah, we, I, I think I think we'll probably visit Vrin at some point. Like Jace has to complete his his story arc, so he can die. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Cool. Cool. <laughs> uh, what is our next card? Warsail Marauder, one in the blue for a human pirate with flying two uh, two one. Um, he has flying, and whenever Warsail Marauder attacks, target creature defending player controls loses all abilities and has a base power and toughness of zero one to end of turn. Yes. And so rare. Turn to frog. Well, staple onto an turn attacker. Turn to frog made him one ones. This oh, is one turn lunch. to plant, but weaker. <laughs> <laughs> turn to weak plant. No, no, Nissa made zero one plants. Yeah, I mean, zero, one of the were they zero twos? Better zero ones. Zero, zero ones. ones. Perfect. Yeah. Turn to plant. <laughs> Blue gets it now. Staple onto a two mana two one flyer. And Katie, it's another X one with the relevant tribe. I know you love X ones. I hate X ones. I really, really hate them. But I think. I think this is excellent. I mean, I love Flyers Unlimited, and this just has like a good ability tacked on, and it's a good rate, and it's a clock. Like, oh, just and it enables like all your other creatures to just attack, right? Yeah. Like that that one blocker, you can't swing past that Bernie Sun's avatar. You can now. <laughs> it's a one one. Yeah, it's okay. pretty great. Yeah, like it's it's a clear first pick Unlimited. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good. Uh, it it deals with the white myth, uh, the white dinosaur, right? The white mythic. Oh yeah, it does. It does yeah, the that indestructible elder? one. Right. Yeah, the oh. elder. Right. So, oh. Yep. Indestructible, I mean, flying, yeah. first strike, trample. It can't fight with a little pirate soup. on a hang glider. Yep. Can't do it. Can't. That's that's pretty funny flavor. Yeah. Do you think there's enough like aggro-y pirates to make a deck in standard? I, I know I, I've seen people try it with like blue black pirates yeah. before with like freebooter right as support. I don't know. Do you think this fits in that? Or like to me, it, tamers it and... still just feels like I like ramen up red is kind of the premier aggro deck and like i don't think that blue what blue black pirates is better than ramen up red is because like red is just so fast and they have so much reach mm. um and like maybe maybe blue black and this is what we talked about last time actually uh with i mean in um ixalan spoiler season podcast uh where like blue black feels like it would be a slower aggro deck that would want to play more of a tempo game and like have spell pierces and maybe dive downs or like you said freebooter right to interfere and interact on another axis but I, I just still don't think it's... I don't think it's good enough. Mm. I think it would resemble too much, like... Um, like the mono-black aggro deck, which like, I don't think is very good. <laughs> uh, because it, it tries to do a little bit of that, right? It, it yeah. has, like, a little bit of duress and uh, scrutiny post-board. Excuse you. The mono-black deck looks very good as long as your opponent didn't play it 2-2. <laughs> <laughs> so that servant that is like was, a wall. It, it, it is a wall, but, you know, how often can they cast a 2-2? That's fair. It That's can't fair. be that often. I just yeah. remember when we did that, and like I stared at my hand after you played a servant, and I was like, I can't beat that. <laughs> I can't win anymore. That's weird. I had the exact. I, I thought I was. I thought I was playing the deck, and you. You had, I think, the same experience. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, because I think you were playing it against um, someone else right before that, and then yeah. we switched, yep. and I was sad. I also <laughs> think in standard whirler is a really big problem for this card because yeah, totally. Like, you know, Ramanov Red, I think, can get away with playing some X1s because they have a lot of hasty creatures and they're just dealing so much damage. Like, you're often forced to chump with your early plays in Teamer, but, like, this just dies to thought. And for, like, yeah, Red just has, like, much better tools to combat the answers to aggro decks, I think, than Pirates does. Because it has Ferocity on, it has Harsh Mentor, 
Um, Hazard is just like so good. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced that pirates can do it. Uh, but it, it's it's hard. It's hard. That pirate's trying really hard. Look at this. I respect flying. that. I respect that. It's a nice, nice hang glider they've got there. Very <laughs> cool ability, though. Very. Uh, so our next card, Katie. Oh. You, you oh. thought this one was really cute. Yeah, cherished hatchling. It's a green one for a two one. X1. There's that X one again. Mm. It, like I feel like effects in this set that. That, dual shot. Yeah, dual shot, like that deal one damage. If you get a raging sword, sword tooth. tooth from the last set, yeah. I think that'll be pretty good in limited. So you know all about raging sword teeth. <laughs> you are great at playing those Goodbye. and wiping out one one vampire tokens, aren't you? No, I'm better at dying to one one vampires <laughs> that I could have killed with there raging sword tooth. Okay, so yeah, so chair tattling is the this two one dino and uh when it dies, you may cast dinosaur spells this turn as though they had flash. And whenever you cast a dinosaur spell this turn, it gains when this creature enters the battlefield, you may have it fight another target creature. So the dinos go real real crazy and sad when this hatchling dies. Yeah. It's it's this car is super clunky though. Yeah. It's so awkward. It's, it's really a, hard to control. There's a lot of setup to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need to have them in your hand, you need to have mana up, and then this needs to die at the right time. Right, and, like, if it dies in combat, okay, you flash things in at the end of their turn. Like, it's not like you're flashing in blockers all of a sudden. Right. I mean, there are removal spells at that point, right? Because you flash in, like, dinos that fight stuff. But also, dinos are expensive, which means yeah. you're playing one. Right. So, I, that card is weird. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel like if you could get it to work, it would be really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think limited is a place where, it, like, first of all, it's a two drop for two one, yeah. which is a five yeah. rate, and you need tons of two drops right now. Um, yeah. And you know, in green white, you know, you, you you have enough protection, you dirtle with it, and then eventually it dies, and you flash in a thunderous spine back, and it eats something, or the big flying flappy dinosaur. Yeah. Or um, even the red green, right? You if you're going more aggressive, you attack with it. Eventually, they block it, right. and you flash in a bigger red dinosaur yeah. that fights, you know, and it, it does something. I feel like. I feel like this is actually a pretty good card from Limited. I, I agree in standard. I think I, I don't. I don't. I think it's like you said, too clunky for yeah. for a good strategy. But I think I, I think I, I, it'll be fun in Limited. Although, so <laughs> I have a little side story for you guys. Yeah. So I think I have I would have trouble playing this card because this card reminds me of my daughter. Oh no! And, oh no! Right, the the picture is just so like yeah. <laughs> so so one time you know I was playing Magic and. Molly was done with her matches and she was super bored. Yeah. And I asked her to find me a token. And she's like, oh, why don't I just draw you tokens? So she, so she started drawing me tokens. Like, she drew me a vampire token. And I asked her for a treasure token. And she said, okay. And she drew a picture of herself and called it Daddy's Little Treasure. And she says, I dare you to sacrifice this. I was like, I can't sacrifice this. What the hell? She is, she is witty beyond Good her move. years. She's yeah. great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So... Yeah, but you would react like the other dinos if this cherished had. Yes, yeah. exactly. you, you would flash in, yeah. flash in fight everything fight. in sight. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, so I think that yeah, sums up that one. Um, we're gonna also. I forgot we didn't cover. There's a couple of cards oh, from yeah, yesterday. Oh yeah, a bunch of cards came out after we, we didn't talk about. Did. Yeah, um, there's a bunch that. We, <laughs> why don't we finish today's first? All right. Then we'll go back. Can I just do one that I'm excited about? Oh, fine. Okay. I'm really, really excited for Profane Procession, okay? Mm. The Profane Procession is black, white, one, legendary enchantment. It is white, black, three. 
exile target creature. Then if there are three more creature cards, or three more cards, sorry, exile for faint possession, transform it. And it transforms into a land that you can tap to add one mana of any card in mana pool, and you can pay uh, white, black, two, and tap it. And you can put a card that has been exiled with this card into play under your control. This, I love this card so much. But Ryan, it's so much mana. Okay. okay. <laughs> look. the peanut gallery. It, look, it re oh my gosh. Like, just, so, just imagine, imagine, you're playing against an Esper control deck, okay? And on turn three, they play this card. You're like, great, they what haven't do you do? killed anything. You... That That's not what I am like. I'm like, oh no, I have to like try to play out enough threats to kill them now, but also they probably have a sweeper, and if I only play out a couple of threats, they get just going to exile them, like if the game slows down. Like this card, I think, warps the game around it, and like, yes, it's mana intensive, it's very slow, but uh, even if you don't play it on turn three, like I might prefer personally to play this on turn like eight, right? When you play this really late, you have like one or two of these in your deck, play it really late, you can find it off of search. Uh, you just play it, exile something, and then for the rest of the game, like, how do you lose? This is, like, going to be, like, a set six or seven for one. It's so good. No, I, I agree. It's really, so, I mean, did you ever play white-black control back with, like... Uh, I watched you play. Yeah, no, it was it super painful to play. So, like, this 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 card reminds me of that. Like, yeah. super man-intensive, yeah. super dirtily, super painful, but it seems like, like, if, if this card existed back then, I was slamming it. Oh, so yeah. That would be peeable, you know... That repeatable exile effect, and then yeah. you play your creatures, you get rid of an Ormondal. I, I don't know. It's yeah. it seems really, really, really good to me. Um, and it and also allows you to like you don't if you don't want to play them out, like you just want to exile Scarab God and be done with it. Great, you're done with it, right? Like it's gone. I will say like against like uh, like uh, a Ramblin Red or like mm -hmm. a Marcus of Deck, I think this goes out. Like you, mm -hmm. you would not you would not size in because nope. yeah. is too slow. <laughs> Very slow. <laughs> but, I mean, against other decks, or against, you know, or in Limited, like, Limited, yeah. this, this is... Oh, in Limited? Oh, wow. my gosh. In Limited, this oh card my is gosh. insane. In Limited, this is a reason for you to sideboard in your Dimashes and spreading, yeah. spreading rocks. Yeah. yeah, this card is real. So, love this card. I think it's really, really good. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited to see. It's going to be like a two of an Esper Control or Black right. Control. You have to be careful, because it is legendary, and it is expensive. Yeah. But, but there's, like, no enchantment removal running around yeah. currently. Not main main deck. Mine, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably cast out as. The yep. Closest. Yeah. And binding, excellent yep. binding as well. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and then the other card I wanted to touch on as well, uh, Silent Gravestone, mm. a one mana artifact. Cards and graveyards can't be the target of spells or abilities. Four tap exile Silent Gravestone and all cards from all graveyards. Draw a card. So, <laughs> this is like. This is almost an opposite, like, Relic. Like, Relic of Progenitus, right, lets you eat things slowly out of graveyards and then exile everything. Um, and, like, Grafting Cage prevents you from casting things from graveyards. This is the opposite direction, where, like, you can't target things in graveyard. This is a great safety valve for everyone's favorite card in Standard, which is Scarab God. God. <laughs> where, for one mana, you shut off Scarab God, which is, like, so insane. Nice. And then after you feel like, uh, I'm ready for a card now, you pay for, exile everything. Scarab God has no fodder. And then you just draw a card. So it does cycle. The cycling is expensive, but uh card is great against Scarab God. Really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, like, I don't know to how much, to what degree you want this card, uh, because oftentimes, like, you're also playing Scarab God. Uh, like, everyone's kind of playing it. Um, but especially if there's, like, you know, that blue-black mid-range deck that had, like, three or four Scarab Gods in it and, like, kind of just wanted to dirtle until it got there, like... It's nice, and it still lets you play eternalized creatures as well, so it doesn't shut that off. Um, but it's a nice safety valve for Scarab God. 
Yeah. And I know uh, you had mentioned, right, it's target... Uh, cards and graveyards can't be the targets of spells and abilities, so um, Godfarer's Gift doesn't target cards right. and graveyard, so right. this does not shut off Godfarer's Gift. It does shut off Refurbish getting back Godfarer's Gift. Mm. And it also shuts off uh, Gear Hulk. Aww. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's sarcastic or not. No, that's, that's sad. Gear Hulk's uh, yeah. a great card, and well, if you can't flash something back, it's really I, I mean, I think like against blue-black control, which runs Torrential, Gear Hulk, and Scarab God yeah. as their win condition, this is excellent. you probably bring in this card, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just 5-5s five and 5-6s, five and you can kill them. So, uh, yeah, I think this card is, is a nice card to have in standard uh, yeah. as well. You don't think that's a place of modern or anything, right? I don't think so, because I think that the graveyard decks in modern all operate like from the graveyard right. as opposed to targeting the graveyard. But yeah. Cool. Uh, and then while we're here, why don't we just do one more. Sphinx's Decree is white one sorcery. Each opponent can't cast instant or sorcery spells during that player's next turn. It's kind of just like a silence. Flavor text is nice. It's Azor, he says, be still. And that's not how you would say it. Come no, on. that's it's like not be still, guys. No, no, just it's be like still. A... Don't cast spells, dude. That's not fleek. How man. do you think he says? <laughs> be still. Yeah, that's, that's much better. better. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I, this is like again, this is a card that you would play in a combo deck if you want to go mm. off during their turn or something. But we don't have that deck in standard, so I don't know what this card is supposed to be for. <laughs> I really have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's some there, there's some deck that they're trying to. They must think there there's be, a combo yeah. deck. Yeah, I don't know it's what it is. It's not Revel in Riches, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you sure? Brass's Valley, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's only seven mana, and then Revel is five. Oh, yeah. And then that still doesn't get you there. Oh, man. It's getting closer. <laughs> um, right, we're just going to... We're going to bang out the ones for that we didn't get to do yesterday. So we have, uh, quickly, Pirate's Pillage, Red 3, Sorcery, as an additional cost to cast Pirate's Pillage, discard a card, draw two cards, and create two cardless treasure artifact tokens. And you know what treasures do, so I'm not going to tell you. Um, this is Tormenting Voice, uh, but for, like, two more mana, but it makes treasure, so, like, not really. So I think this card is basically just, like, it's a Tormenting Voice that helps you to ascend. Um, or to combo. To combo as well. Yeah, and it does, ra- like, it does pseudo-ramp you. Like, it's a pseudo-explosive vegetation. Right, like the lands aren't gonna st- the, the quote unquote lands aren't gonna stick around, but you're gonna be up two mana. Yeah. So uh, you can play this, and then the next turn you can bolus and. So I guess like Brassus Bounty next turn, or do that if, you, <laughs> if that's what you want to. I mean, I guess the problem is like, even though it's pseudo two mana because you get the treasure. Yeah. If you were depending on tormenting voice to fix your draws yeah. or find you lands, like this doesn't do that. You can't keep an opening hand nope. that's sketchy because of this because you have to get to four mana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. it's like it's 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 very clunky. Yeah, I think in limited this is going to be a surprisingly good card. Not a great card, but anything that created treasure mm. in limited turned mm. out to be really good. Sure, to be, yeah, not really good, but yeah. decently good because I love Sailor of Means. Yeah, Sailor yeah. of Means being the prime example. Great. Prosperous Pirates, you know, trying to be a great like a uh, yeah. great mm-hmm. wall that helped accelerate you to your actual win condition. Yeah, yeah. and even um, contract killing was to get to the two yeah. treasures and kill a creature. So yeah. good. Yeah. So I, I I think this is probably worse because. Not, I don't. I black red doesn't want Dirtle and mm. blue red maybe I could see it, but probably doesn't want Dirtle as much. But I, I think it. It's, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Red dinos. Sure. It's red like, X dinos. Yeah, 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 it helps yeah. you ramp. Helps you splash white for Gashoth. Yeah. Because you, know, Gashoth. you have a Gashoth in your pool. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Great. Sky Marcher Aspirant. This is white for a two-one vampire soldier with a send. Uh, it has flying, as long as you have the city's blessing. Okay. White Weenie. 
Craig Wesco, Katie, your your best friend, uh, is <laughs> <laughs> why is he your best friend, Katie? No. Because he sat next to you at a tournament and he told you that you were a pro. He was you got a very, pro very nice to me. Yes, I got my first pro point. I was very excited about my first GP day two. Yeah. We had sat next to each other for like three rounds in a row, so we kept thinking we were going to play. Um, and he asked me how I ended the day, and I said 10x and 1. And he said, you know, congratulations, you have your first pro point. That means you're a pro. And I was just, uh, you know, I'm very excited. Yeah, I was doing really well. So uh, thank you, Craig Wesco. Yeah. And, uh, and if you ever want to come on the show, give us a <laughs> ring. Uh, you can reach us at places and uh, let us know. We'll, we'll have you on. Happy to have you on. So this is a good white weenie card. Uh, I think the like kind of issue it has is white weenies is an aggro deck, and aggro decks don't tend to have 10 permanents. Um, but it's so, a like, vampire, so you're going wide with yeah, but Queen's still, Commission still an aggro and deck. Call to the Feast. Yeah, but I mean, the last white weenie deck, it played 2-1 one for 1. And this is a oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, that was my follow-up. It's like... I don't think it'll realistically get flying, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, it's still a good white weenie yeah. card, but, like, you shouldn't expect it to necessarily have flying. Mm. Yeah. Except in the late game when you've already lost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. Right. Uh, Dead Man's Chest is black one enchantment aura. Enchant creature and opponent controls. When enchanted creature dies, exile c- cards equal to its power from the top of its owner's library. You may cast non-land cards from among them for as long as they remain exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any type to cast those spells. Super awesome, Jack. Wow. This is this is super janky. <laughs> but it's super but awesome. This is uh, this is the cool. thing with the set is like all of these cards, all these rares are janky and they're like, really cool design. They're cool, but they're not good. They're not playable. Are you like, sure? I'll, I'll look like imagine you have six mana. Right? I'm imagining six it. Six mana. I have six mana. And you play this. Yeah. And then you play the Chupacabra. Chupacabra that kills things. Yeah. And you and they had uh, a Gata out. Can I give you another scenario? Uh-huh. So imagine Wait, that you... he hasn't finished his scenario. Oh, no. No, that was not. That was the scenario. Oh, that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and then you kill it and you get some, some cards. Yeah. yeah. 12, so imagine... 12 cards. 12. Yep. Oh, that yep. would be... Yeah. That's a fun scenario. That I like that. This is a fun scenario. Yeah. Uh, so imagine you're playing... You have this card in your opening hand. You're really excited. Your opponent plays uh, Irrigated Farmland. Uh-huh. And then they don't play any creatures because uh, they're a control deck. Uh-uh. Uh, Drake's, excuse me. Now, I know you're saying that <laughs> one Drake, but what if you drew all four of those? Yes. All four on the same Drake, and you oh, only dang. have to kill one Drake oh, dang. to get eight cards. Oh, Holy dang. Cow. How would you feel? I would feel. <laughs> still not I don't great. think I want to draw the cards out of that deck. They're bad cards. <laughs> oh, you're um, casting their cards? No, like, my, yeah. my argument is facetious, because, like, obviously, like, removal is bad against, like, that's not a new thing, right? It's not removal either, but whatever. So, um, yeah, it's weird and, like, requires a lot of setup and, like, you don't know what you're going to get, so it's not very good. But it reminds me a little of, like, Villainous Wealth, which was, like, a fun, janky card. Um, do you remember Villainous Wealth? Katie's no. looking. <laughs> it was the Genesis Wave for your opponent. I don't know it what cost, that like, is either. You're just saying words. It was Soltai, Soltai X. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, reveal the top X cards of your opponent's library, and then you may cast any number of them with convey mana cost X or less without paying their mana cost. That oh. was a moon condition unlimited. That it sounds was. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, limited. Limited. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. See, but would you play this in limited? <clears throat> Hell yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so much. Okay, so just so we, you know, Ryan's saying no, but our limited expert man is true. saying yes. That's true. <laughs> so. so you should probably play it in limited then. Oh, no, I would send this first pick over anything else. <laughs> <laughs> this just seems like, well, I mean, yeah, no, I probably wouldn't, but. I, it could 
Yeah, I guess it's bad that I'm saying it could do really good things in limited. Yeah, so the, 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 I think the role is, is once you start saying it could, then right. it's probably not great. <laughs> yeah. At the same You'd time. You'd like to say it will, or it most likely At will. worst case, it will, and then something good. If this was at worst goal, case, this will do nothing. Mm, exactly. If this was my goal, I would 100% play it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what would you like want, you would, you would <coughs> want to have removal, though, in your pool to play this, right? Yeah. To, like, guarantee. Otherwise, they just stop attacking with this. Yeah, no, definitely. The one, yeah. yeah. And by the time they have to Luckily, block with so it, you've X1s, already won. Look, there's so many X ones, Katie. X ones, and you just ping them, and X1s. you're all set. Yeah. Even okay, wait. So here's another X one. Another cool this design a, garbage card. A four mana one one rare. Get excited! This is white three bishop of binding one one vampire cleric. Mm -hmm. When it enters the battlefield, exile target creature and opponent controls until bishop of binding leaves the battlefield. Whenever bishop attacks, target vampire gets. It has to attack? Yes. <laughs> a 1-1 one, one has to attack. <laughs> um, target vampire could be itself. Gets plus X plus X till end of turn where X is the power of the exiled card. So, I think the card is really cool. I would like to see wizards do more with the design space of like white exiling things under itself and then like and taking benefit. properties of those. Yeah, I think it's really cool. cool. Or black, you know, blue-black, like hostile, you know, anything like that I think is right. cool. The card is bad though. Like, okay. it, it's a four mana 1-1 one, one that doesn't, it's it's bad. I'm going to argue on the other, well, so yeah, in Constructed, yeah. this is unplayable, but in Limited, oh yeah, it's like boss, yeah, yeah, four yeah, mana sure. removal, uh -huh. and then, I don't know, you may or may not attack with it because it's probably going to die. Even, at, like, because if you exile, I don't know, a problematic 3-3, three, three, or then it becomes a 4-4 four, four when it's attacking, I don't know. Or just as a removal spell. Yeah, it's also yeah, a you yeah, probably I just totally play it as a... a Fragile removal spell. But maybe it becomes much. one with the wind, and then it can safely attack. Or maybe your opponent just casts Galta, and you're like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with this? And then you top like this, play a bam, and then you win an extra turn. And for 13. You, there you go. Yeah, all right. So basically we like our opponents scenario, having Galta. It will trade with Emrakul the Promised End. Okay, which no, is not no, in that's, the limited that's a format. dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I guess the only place maybe for that would be yep. something like Godfather's Gift, but Fairgrounds Warden is just strictly better. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, is it? I guess because if they straight cast it, it's better. But right. from the graveyard, this might be better. This is better from the graveyard. Because they come back as 4 force no matter what, but this can actually attack more effectively than Fairgrounds Warden. Yeah. But like, and the mana cost doesn't I, I matter know. if you're bringing it back from the graveyard. I like being able to cast. Right. Like it's have it be better and Good cast. to have that option. Yeah. Because like, you're stuck without the gift. Three toughness can block Whirler and it can block uh, the other servant, the other one that has two power. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it can yeah. block a really pathetic cub. It can. It can. But you know, yeah, maybe Godfire's gift wants. It. I don't know. There, Godfire's gift's getting some interesting creatures uh, in this set, and we'll get to another one later. Uh, and the last card from yesterday was Swift Warden. This is uh, Rattle Chains for Merfolk. It's green, green, one for a 3-3 three, three Merfolk Warrior with Flash. And when it enters the battlefield, target Merfolk control gains Hexproof until end of turn. Katie, Merfolk resident expert, what do you think? <laughs> Merfolk resident fan. Um, there you go. Fan girl. Yes. Uh, three mana, three, three on curve. Flash, excellent. Protect your crappy Merfolk. Even though a lot of them already have hexproof, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Min can confirm that in limited, this card is 
fantastic. Oh, yeah. Bubble balls. Um, and in standard... <laughs> <laughs> standard, I, like... I don't know what merfolk are doing. I yeah, don't no, get it. Right? Like, yeah, well, like I thought they wanted cheap interaction, and now it's a three-mana three-three? But like, it's a creature. This isn't dive down. It's like dive down, but for two extra mana, you also get to play a creature. Right, so you're holding up three mana? In the aggressive, presumably an aggressive deck that you want to play out your like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't understand what merfolk is doing as a deck. Yeah, but on turn three... You couldn't. You could play this out, but it can swing till next turn anyway. So you just hold it up, wait yep. till their turn. If they don't cast anything, you just cast it anyway. The way you would cast a, um, what's the spirit? The two three queller spell queller spell queller. Even is if a counter spell, I know it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so different. <laughs> and rattle chains was two mana, which is so much less than three mana. Yeah, but it was also smaller. But it also had flying, so it, it gave your other spirits attack. flash. It was so much better in every way. Oh yeah, than rattle chains was really good. Okay, yeah, this is not. Yeah. Maybe there's a pummeler type morphog we haven't seen yet. Ooh, Ooh. because then I could see it. But yeah, if you gain your protection, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Right. Okay, back to cards. From today, because we did, yeah, we covered all the ones uh, from yesterday. Cool. So, we talked about, uh, we're on the Golem, uh, I believe. Golem, my precious. Um, so, here we go. This is Golden Guardian. It is four mana artifact creature, Golem. It is a 4-4 four, four, uh, defender. You can pay two, and it will fight another target creature that you control. If the Golden Guardian dies, return to the battlefield under your control, transformed. And it becomes the Gold Forge Garrison. Land. It's a land. You tap it to add two mana of any one color to your mana pool. It is a soul land, guys. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you can pay four mana and tap it to create a colorless 4-4 artifact golem creature token. So uh, kind of a weird weird card. you got to fight your own creature and have it die. You don't and... have to fight your own creature. You could block. Uh, sure. Sure. It could die in combat. It could die in combat. You just have an option to kill it by mm-hmm, fighting mm-hmm. your own creature. Are you sure? Like the the if makes it seems that the if. Almost... Oh, you're right. You oh, have it's part to of the ability. Pay. You yep. do have to pay. You're right. Oh, that's gross. Mm-hmm. So they can even just harness lightning it and it dies. And then you get nothing. And you get nothing. So it sounds like constructed is probably a no go. No. Yeah. But it's so hard because the backside is it's so really good. good. Like it makes me think of um the galleon. From Ixalan. Congress Galley. Congress Galley. The backside of that card is incredible. Yeah, it's very, very Like, good. it's so good. It's so but flexible. It you has, can, like, three different abilities. Yeah, you can't justify it because the front is terrible. Like, the, there's, like, this is a weird card for me, so I'm, I'm thinking about it from a limited perspective. Yeah. Because yeah. 4 4 4 4 Defender, I guess, it blocks, but it kind of puts some other deck building constraints in your deck in that you need a, you're going to need a creature bigger than this. Right. Which isn't always that easy, depending on what kind of deck you drafted. So, this almost feels like more like a it's it's like a dinosaur card almost in in a, in a weird way like yeah. I I can't think of another deck that would reliably be able to flip this and if you don't flip this I don't think it's very good yeah yeah and you're sort of maybe taking the turn off when you well no when you flip it I guess you pay two to fight and then it immediately flips it's not tapped no so you so can you, add two more mana yeah so, so you, get the mana you back essentially spend. spend no mana yeah does it exiles it says. It, uh, I think it does, right? Oh no, it so, just goes to the graveyard and then comes back. Yeah. Yeah, just under control. So oh, it doesn't pay. Yeah. So it doesn't enter tapped. Yeah. So the turn you activate it, you'll have the same amount of mana, which will mm-hmm. be at least four. So you can make Gollum that turn. Yeah, I mean, in, or or play other things. If you do flip it, 
Like you, if you you guys thought right. like Legion's landing was good, it flipped. Uh, wait, so you see four four golems every turn. Right. right. If you come up this, this is incredible. Yeah, like right. you're not. I don't think you're gonna lose the game. It's uh, just a question of like. But you the need hoops a four you have to jump five through. or greater. Yeah. yeah. And I'm one hundred percent looking forward to a play pattern where like my opponent uh, uses activates it. I play crashing ramparts on his golem. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. That would be excellent. They I would hope be that happens. So crushed. Oh. They just killed their own creature. That would be tragic. <laughs> It's very tragic. Yeah. Next we have Protean Raider. This is red blue one for a two two shapeshifter pirate with raid. If you attack with a creature this turn, you may have Protean Raider enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield. Okay, I know this isn't helpful, and I know it's Protean Raider, but I like to and it's a shapeshifter, but I yeah. like to think of it as a Protean Shapeshifter. <laughs> I don't know, like Protean Shapeshifter. Yeah, I don't know. It's a strong So it strong drinks creature. protein shakes yeah, and it to gets, turn into something else. Yeah, so... Uh, I wish it was that easy. I wish I could look at like someone who is really buff and be like, yeah, let me drink a protein shake. It only works if you attack <laughs> this turn. I am buff now. Oh, yeah. I, well, I punch them in the face first oh, because yeah. rage trigger. Rage trigger. Right? I, I did that at Excellent where I would like... Punch people in the face? No. <laughs> I, would, I don't remember that. I would like push you and then go, rage trigger. <laughs> I don't remember that. I did true. it a couple times. Yeah, oh, it was pretty fun. Was it fun? It was fun for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just for reference, the, the, the etymology for protein comes from a Greek god Proteus. There you go. Ah. There you go. It doesn't have anything to do with protein. (laughs) Or shakes. (laughs) But I'm one of those people who get really irritated when people talk about Greek mythology, but say Hercules instead of Heracles. Mm. Because Hercules is a Roman name for him. So I just felt the need to just add that information. Very educational. You're welcome, world. Yeah. Yeah. This is no, no protein hulk, though. I will say. Wait, what does the card do? Uh, it's a shapeshifter. Rage it's a trigger. It, it does it's what... It's a clone for three mana if yes. you attacked, which presumably you did because you're playing magic. It's kind of <laughs> like Vizier, yeah. except it doesn't come back and right. it costs one last mana. Which is, so it's neat because it's... So also it will never be dead. Like it's a 2-2. Right. You can play it even if you have nothing um, on the field or if you can't mm-hmm. afford to attack. It is both blue and red. Um, but it's cheaper than Vizier is, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, three mana clones are good, mm-hmm. uh, but like with Vizier, Vizier is just like you grind with that the card. Premier. The premier clone of the format. <laughs> Whereas Pro- I don't know that I don't think this would see play over Vizier because the, it's just the card advantage is great, and I don't think the yeah. one mana is that different, especially when like Teamer usually has a three drop. Right. Like from another perspective, I would say Blue Red Pirates kind of confuse me. Like mm. it. It's it it's, it seems like it's supposed to be a tempo deck. But yeah. What seems to happen a lot is that you know you play like the looters, you and you you play the, the two in the blue red, the marauding looter, and you and you get excellent card selection, and then you get all your great cards, and you just kind of just die. And you're like, oh, I didn't actually do anything. <laughs> and this card kind of feels a little bit like that, and yeah. that I'm not really sh- it's it's cool, but I'm not always sure. You're not always sure where you're gonna get out of it. Mm-hmm. So I I would be a little nervous about it to be honest. Yeah, but you're gonna get. A copy of the best creature on the battlefield. Then don't play it yet. But then you have a dead card in your hand. You have a three mana two two. I think you wait until they play their twelve twelve. Twelve mana twelve twelve. And then you play this. You swing into it and they're like jump and you're like, no problem. You have to play this in blue red. Like it's not like it's a pretty pretty narrow I'm not saying it's a bad card and like I would play it, but it's I don't think it's as exciting as As it may look. Sure. 
Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. a rare, so... It feels more... I, I think, it, like we were saying, I think it's, like, fine and competitive and constructed. I just think that Vizier is, like... If Better. we didn't have Vizier, I think Timur would play this for the mirrors because... It, yeah. You know? Would it? I think well, so. But okay. mirrors get a little clogged. Do you think Rage well, is like, hard I to mean, trigger? Like, why does Timur play Vizier? They play it so they can take Scarab God. They play it so they can take Glorybringer, right? Like, right, right. these cards. I'm just and, thinking, like, like Raid would be a little bit of a pain to trigger yeah. in no, the mirrors. Yeah. I guess there. you just I don't think I don't think they're that big because like Rogue Refiner you are always happy to trade off that's and true. you have like a, a Thopter that you can throw away. Yeah, but it's fair that like Raid is is sometimes you actually don't want to attack. Um yeah. and we have his ear, so it doesn't matter because Vizier's just better. Right. <laughs> Next card. I got this one, guys. This is Azor the Lawbringer. Blue, blue, white, white two for a six six legendary creature Sphinx. On curve. Flying. When Azor the Lawbringer enters the battlefield, each opponent can't cast instant or sorcery spells during that player's next turn. When Azor attacks, you may pay X, white, blue, blue. If you do, you gain X life and draw X cards. That's right. It's Sphinx's revelation on a stick. It's so... It makes me so happy. <laughs> so happy. Sphinx's right. I never thought we'd see Sphinx's revelation. Are you actually again. crying? Wow. I'm 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 getting a little emotional. <laughs> I see it. I just never thought we'd see Sphinx's rev. All right. So, quick question: Does this fit into approach? Sideboard. Sideboard. Yeah. Uh, so, where does it, in standard? I mean, the card is like very clearly very powerful. Yeah. Um, but it's also really expensive. Um, for something that like you can kill the turn it comes down, right? You just harness it. The turn it comes down. Yeah. You can't cast harness on your next turn, but who cares? Um, so. And it's weird, too, because part of the reason that Sphinx's Revelation was so good was because you cast it on their end step, right? End step, whatever man you have left, you dump into Rev, and then you're fine. This requires that you do it during your turn, uh, which is not something you want to do. So I think this is a reasonable... Like, depending on what... Like, Godfrey's Gifts is getting a lot of different tools um, from this set, and, like, depending on what direction they go in, I could see them running this card, because... Godfrey's gift with like you have six or seven mana up, you bring back Azor, swing Sphinx's Rev for three or four. Like that's pretty strong. Um, and uh, was the thing? Oh, we said uh, approaches sideboard. I think like out of this sideboard, this is a nice option for pure blue white because approach has had to go into other colors so that it can like fight post board games because everyone brings in negate. Uh, so like. We've seen the Jeskai lists bring in Locust God and Torrential Gear Hulks. We've seen the Esper lists bring in Scarab Gods and Torrential Gear Hulks. Um, and this is a nice option if you want to just stay pure blue-white, which lets your mana uh, be smoother. It lets you keep Field of Ruin in your deck. Um, and then you can bring this in post-board. And now they have to fight through an Azor. So uh, I I think it's cool. I think it'll probably show up a little bit. But it's, you know, if it, if it was like can't be countered and it was like... <laughs> they can't cast spells until your next turn or until oh. their next, like, then then we'd be talking, like, a real control finisher. But as it is, like, eh. It's interesting, though. If, if I was playing against a likely deck and, and constructed, mm. if I, I'd be nervous to tap out at any point in the game after they got six mana, because yeah. I would think that I need to keep my mana up for that removal spell. Yeah. Kind of, almost, oh, it feels a little bit almost like... Uh, I'm not saying it's as good as, good as the Healy combo, but yeah. I could see, I could potentially see it being warping enough, maybe, in yeah. the game to where, where, like, if you're playing against it, you just don't want to tap out because yeah. you're going to have one turn to uh, to, to deal with it right. before it just goes completely off. So well, you sort of have... So you do have the turn they cast it. If you have instance, you can come oh, no, If they untap... They if they untap, 
They, they have to have magic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah right. exactly. They, they have to have magic, magic up. Yeah. 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 Um, I think you though. Can't cast instance again before they attack. Right. Um, so but this is why it's another reason that I like it post board is because like pre board, what always happens when you play control X, right? Is like all your removal gets stuck in your hand. So you play this card and chances are like your opponent probably is not going to have tapped out anyways um and you know harness lightning is just so cheap and like that's the removal spell we're really talking about right um that like it just becomes really easy to kill this uh but you're right like if it resolves you're not gonna win that game <laughs> uh so yeah maybe maybe it's worth it as a one-off uh because the threat of it just it's existing in the deck might be enough to to merit playing a copy it blocks hazard well, yeah, you're <laughs> probably dead by then, <laughs> but uh, it does block Hazoreth. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I just uh, love it. Love it. I want to play it. I will probably play it as a one of in any blue white control deck that I play. Uh, next, this is a big green monster. Katie, you like green monsters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a uh, Polyraptor. Green, green six. This is eight mana. It's a lot of mana. It's a 5-5. Five, five. Let's see what it does. Let's. It's a dinosaur. Let's go on an adventure of the eyeballs <laughs> and see what it does. It's a, it's a dinosaur, which you may have guessed from the raptor part of the name. I did guess that. Could have been the bird. It could have. That's mm. true. That's true. Mm. Yeah, there are a lot of birds in this set, so valid guess. There's <laughs> one coming up. Yeah, pay attention. <laughs> it's not. Okay, fine. Um it has rage, and when it is dealt damage, create a token that's a copy of Polyraptor. And that token will also have a rage, and then if you deal damage to that, yeah. then you get a Polyraptor. And then if you deal damage to that, you get a Polyraptor. And that's pretty cool. It, this card is, is interesting. Uh, eight mana is a ton. Yep. But, like, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so like, in, in Limited, it die, like, black base removal kills it. Like that's so it. sad if they just yeah. destroy it. Which is like it's, it's really, really expensive, and if they have a removal spell, you're sad. Crushing. Um, Soul but crushing. Like, Does uh, it go infinite with the Forerunner? The Forerunner? Oh, the one that you may deal one damage when a creature enters, when the, battlefield. enters the battlefield? Yeah, so I guess this enters the battlefield. You choose to deal one damage to everything. This is dealt one damage. Then another creature enters. Another one of these. Yes. Doesn't yes. The, is it each other creature? Or is it itself? Eventually, it's going to kill. You're going to end up with a... Let's review. When a dino enters the battlefield, you may have it deal one damage to each creature. Each creature. So it will kill itself. Eventually, after but by the oh, time, yeah. you'll have like four more, and so each... Each well, it only has three toughness. It has five. The Forerunner. Oh, oh, the Forerunner will, will kill, kill itself. Oh, yeah, it'll kill itself okay. after okay. three. Right, right. The Forerunner will kill itself. Pathetic poor. I know. I know. Stupid. You give it indestructible. If you give all creatures indestructible, then it will go infinite. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, and like it's funny because this is also a card that like our friend Raif mm -hmm. like will put in Teamer because Teamer can only kill this with Harness Lightning, which will copy it. <laughs> and it's eight mana, which fits his requirement of seven or greater. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, but it's bad. They just kill it with Vraska. I mean, if you're on Teamer Black, I yeah. personally don't think he would put this in his deck. Why not? It's not like Basker. It's eight mana. <laughs> it's not like Bolas. Yeah, it's I'm not flashy skeptical. enough. Fine. Okay, the card is bad. Is that what you guys want to hear? Thank yes. you. You're welcome. Card's bad. Uh, I'd probably play like one in limited. If I, I like dinosaurs, I think it's turtle. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Min, what does the next card do? No, this is clearly you get it. You love owls. <laughs> it is an owl card. This is a really nice owl art. Um... It is beautiful. Yeah. The, like, the colors and the sort of symmetry. 
Anyways, rekindling phoenix. It's an owl phoenix, you guys. Uh, it's a bird. Caca! But that's not the sound that owls make. <gasps> Whoa! Very that's nice. That's, yeah, Got my yeah. bird sounds down. Right. <laughs> it's a crow. All right, Continue. So this is a phoenix, so... Um, red, red, two for a 4-3 flying phoenix. When rekindling phoenix dies... Create a zero one red elemental creature token with at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice this creature and return target creature named Rekindling Phoenix from the graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste. Such a headache to deal with this card. Yeah. yeah. This feels like this feels like a nice top end for red, for MF Red. Because it's just it's so hard to deal with it. Like you you're already behind, you're already gonna have a hard time dealing with flyers, so like your you know, your thopters are already taxed from trying to block everything else. So like, oh well harness lightning, oh, I hope you have two. Like it, right, because you have to kill the one. Yeah. one. you get a one-turn clock, but you have to kill it. Yeah, it's and, and then it gets haste on the way back. Like, yeah, uh, I think this card is good. And it does trade with Glorybringer, which mm -hmm. I think is important. Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes three Thopters to kill it. What else is in the air right now? Azor, Azor. Azor stomps on this so hard. <laughs> Azor doesn't care. It's like, yeah, I'll take four. Swing Rev for seven. Dead. Uh, no, I. so Phoenixes tend... Okay, cons rare Phoenixes, which are like kind of push for Constructed, tend to be hit or miss. Um, this one looks like a hit. This is a hit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is... It's just so resilient. Yeah. And it hits hard, and it's like on curve. Yep. So that's what I got. Cool. Would you play it in Teamer? Uh, I don't know. I don't right? think so. I, I think. Well, I'm trying to think. Maybe I'm wrong. I might I because like the four drop slot is a little light uh, because you have Chandra and Vizier and like and some number of Hydras, but yeah. people are kind of cutting on Hydras. Yeah. Um, and this is this is re this is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I might play this in team or two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to try it. I'm gonna play Galta in teamer. Galta? Galta. Which Primal one's that? Hunger, the 12-12, Trample. Oh. You can play it on, like, turn five, and, like, oh. Harness Lightning actually will struggle to kill it. <laughs> that sucks. I'm going to try it and just If you ever see. had to play against a Basker, yes. Yeah. You will struggle to kill it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, well Basker, though, like, grows so fast. Yeah. The other difference, though, is Basker is much easier to coo than oh, Galta is. That's true, too. Because I have cooed Baskers, mm. and I uh, enjoyed that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our next card, uh, Min, why don't you take... Sure. It's uh, Dusk Legion Zealot for one in the black. Uh, creature Vampire Soldier, 1-1. One, one. When it enters the battlefield, you draw a card and you lose one life. I think that's, I think that's great. Yeah, great. No, I, I play it. So Vampire Visionary. Elvish Visionary for vamps. Except you lose life. Yep. But you don't care. No, you don't care because you're a vampire. Yeah. Yep. You're gaining life yeah. left and right. Uh, this is also like, if Vampires ends up... So it's funny because you mentioned earlier... Elves had a bunch of X1s, mm -hmm. and it played out by building up a board and playing Shaman of the Pack. We have a Shaman of the Pack for vampires. We have Bishop yeah, we of the Bloodstain. It's five mana. It's a lot more, but still. And you know, we don't have company or cord, so we can't <laughs> get it that way. But uh, Elves liked Visionary because it kept the gas flowing. This card, uh, this is definitely, like, in that deck, completely playable. Yep. Um, but the problem is that, like, vampires seem really terrible. So... Would you play an Esper Gothard's good? Oh, Maybe. Uh, What's the two drops out there? Or is Black Splash? They don't even have. So, Esper, I haven't even seen. When was the last time I saw Esper? I've only been seeing Blue White Godfather's Gifts. Okay. Um, I think they've cut the. 
The black. The black. What was the black for? Well, you got like Kite Self Rebooter. You got the Squire, the the, that Explorer, Seeker Squire. Squire. Yeah, you got Scarab God. That was a two drop, right? It was black one for one two. So maybe that was. But this is. I mean, this is this is a very good card. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if like it found its way into standard during its lifetime. Um, because it's Elvish Visionary always sees play in standard, so is this the same thing? Cool. Cool. Would would play in limited? Would not play in limited? One one. Oh yeah, I play it. Yeah. I play it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up is Fanatical Firebrand. I'm laughing because I read it as Financial Firebrand, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, fanatical, yes. Uh, Goblin Pirate one one classic X one tough. Hate these things. Um, anyways, it has haste, so you know if you play it on turn one, you can swing. Um, it's a good observation. Thanks, thanks. Uh, it has an ability: tap, sack, deals one damage to target creature or player. So it could deal a total of two damage. That's right, folks. Two damage for one mana. It's a shock. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um, though actually, is this hair on fire? Uh, well, <laughs> that's why he's fanatical. <laughs> he has to run really fast out yeah. the flames that are attached to his face yeah, and his head. No. Actually, though, dealing one damage to a creature with all these random, like, the 2-1 flying pirate that turns things into zero ones, I would be happy to kill that it, for one yeah, mana. I just don't, I don't, like, I would be hesitant to play this in limited because it doesn't feel like it's worth a card to me. Mm, that's probably true. What I, does our limited expert think? Um... Like in black red and super aggro, yeah, you would play this. Yeah. I think it's it's super aggressive and does something. Um, uh, like two damage, as you yeah. said, which isn't bad. I could actually see this in green red as well, dinosaurs, because mm-hmm. it's another way to trigger um, trigger and rage. rage. I don't think I would love to play it. Right. Um, but you know, like if if you've been drafting all those expensive dinosaurs, you're like, wait, my cursor's a four. Then yeah, yeah I, I I'd be <laughs> fine picking this up and doing That's something fair. with them. Yeah. yeah, cool. Also, it's a way to kill the elemental from the phoenix. Oh, oh right. That's right. You got to play around that because yeah, the mythic know. phoenix. Because remember, it is oh, it is mythic. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it has haste, so it can tap the turn. It comes in. The I'm gonna check the price on that card because if it's a mythic, that's and, like, that's super. Yeah. What's the price right now? Do people know? Like the pre-order? No. Because if, <laughs> if like it's a mythic and like people are gonna play it in red and, and teamer, maybe teamer, then yeah. that card's going up. Yeah. Yeah. I might buy some of those. So next card is Stormfleet Sprinter. Which is red blue one for a two two with haste. I think he's running on water. Yeah, yeah. If you read the flavor text, uh, it makes it very clear you're running on water. (laughs) Charged like a red hot cannonball straight to your target. You slow down. You sink. Ah. What the hell? Henry Storm. (laughs) Why is Larry? I have no idea. That's just what they sound like. Okay. Can't be blocked. Hasty. Card's great. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. And like the and you know what I mean. Aggro deck. Uh, It's really good. 10 out of 10 would play again. Totally. Yeah, totally. No, yeah, no. Yep. Haven't played it the first time. And I'll, I'll, I'll point out that something you guys said yesterday and that, you know, this is a two-color in common for mm. uh, the set. And you guys were saying that the, there was a uh, vampire one and yeah. the Norfolk one oh, that yeah. gave plus one, plus one. Yeah. You're saying that would not be a cycle. Yeah. And you're correct. This is the... We're crushing it. Yeah. We're crushing it. This is why people listen to our podcast because we are... We have the insight. Always crushing it. <laughs> Our next card is Golden Demise. This is black, black, one, sorcery with Ascend. All creatures get minus two, minus two until end of turn. If you have the city's blessing, instead, only creatures your opponent's control get minus two, minus two until end of turn. So uh, we've seen these effects 
basically three mana, double black, sorcery and black, that gives minus two, minus two to everything. Um, and usually you play it if you have to, and you're not too excited about it. Um, because like red, the three, the three damage at three mana for red is just like significantly better. And if you're in white, you get four or five mana board wipes. Um, but like if you're in mono black, you're like black blue and you're worried about the very aggressive decks, then this is a card that you play. Um, and you'll do it. But like it's it's not wonderful because even against the premier aggro deck of the format, Ramen Up Red, yep. it doesn't kill all their creatures. It doesn't kill Ferocidon, it doesn't kill Karizev, mm. uh, which is kind of a problem. So you might play it if you have to, but you won't be thrilled about it. What is Yehenny's expertise at? Is it four, four mana, mana? For minus three, minus three. Okay. Yeah. Because that'll kill everything but the extra turn. Yeah, which it sees no play, right? Because yeah. it's just so slow. Though I've seen some blue black control decks start to play it. Because they just don't have super. Yep. Right. So they don't have settle and fumigate mm-hmm. and hour and all the good like board wipes. Yeah, and I, I don't think the one sidedness is ever really going to be really too relevant. Mm. But except in limited. Except, yeah, in limited, yeah. very true. Yeah. Very true in limited. Yeah. Yeah. Seems really good in limited. It seems like it'll be pretty easy to turn on ascend in limited. So this will usually be a one man one sided board wipe. And Build it's those treasures. Common. That's what I'm curious about. I'm curious about this race to ascend. Like, I, yeah. I don't have a good sense of it yet. Like, how many how many cards depend on ascend? How good they are? And but yeah, like, it, it feels like it might be an interesting yeah. part of the game. How yeah. far out of your way do you want to go to try to hit ten? It doesn't even feel like you have to go that far. It feels like by turn like five or six you should have it because you'll be at like five or six mana and you will have played around five permanents. Maybe some of them. The flavor is cool. One. Like two people trying to race to ascend, yeah. which is like the same yeah. thing that's happening in the story. So that's that's neat. Cool. Next card is Jungle Creeper. This is black green one for a three three elemental. You can pay black green three to return Jungle Creeper from your graveyard to your hand. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean three three four three is fine. The yep. ability is upside. Um, yep. I don't think it's a great ability because you know it costs five mana, but it gives you something to do. So <laughs> yeah. you know, mana sinks are yeah. always welcome. Yeah, three yeah. three is reasonable. It's not gonna dominate the board in a late game, but like it'll 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 do stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's a bummer that it goes to your hand and not to the field. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, yeah. That'd yeah, be really I mean, good. Be, yeah. That'd be really good. <laughs> but at uh, least you can activate it instant speed. Like, you can do it at the end of their turn. Yeah. Which probably doesn't matter because you're in black, green, and playing limited, but you can. <laughs> you can. You're right. You're right. Next, we have Tomb Robber, which is black two for a 1 1 human pirate. I know Katie's excited about that. It has Menace, and you can pay one and discard a card. Tomb Robber Explorers. I, I like it in limited because in limited it's like a nice thing to do when you're flooding out in the yep. late game. Um, in stand constructed, like I'm not playing this. <laughs> do you really it, like? Is it good in limited or is it just playable? Because I still feel like three mana for a one one. You have to discard. Like yeah, it's filtering your draws in the late game, so that's good. But in the late game, a one one doesn't matter, and it may or may not grow because you have to explore, and so that doesn't necessarily do what you want. Like I don't know how good this card is. So I will say that if 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 I was ahead and my opponent played it, I'd be okay with it. If it's a board stop and mm. my opponent played this, I'd be extremely nervous. Yeah. I, I, would get, I, would, I would get very scared and hope I had some way to deal with this quickly. Because I think it, it could get out of control really, fa- really, really, really fast. And yeah. it guarantees 
that you will hit a spell, right? Because if you draw a land, you just discard it and draw again. And if it's a land, you keep exploring until yeah. eventually there's a spell on top. That's true. You can explore as long as you have mana because it's not like you have to tap. Yeah. You just need to have It really helps mana. you dig for like something that if you're looking for a bomb or something. Uh, yeah. That's true too. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm more sold now. <laughs> Still dice a dual shot. Yeah, or that hasty goblin, the 1-1. One yep. One. Yep. <laughs> I, I think that I really, because of all the X-1s in the set, I think that goblin gains ground. I don't know if there's, the, like, are there that many more X-1s than is typical? Yes. I think There's like four just... mana 1-1s one and three mana 1-1s. One and... There does seem to be a lot of rare 1-1s. One okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's they're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you open all rare 1-1s. One no. That's my hope for you. Uh, and then we have Dire Fleet Neckbreaker. Ow. This is Black Red 2 for a 3-2 Orc Pirate. Orc? Uh, attacking Pirates you control get plus 2 plus 0. Yeah, no, that's cool. Black awesome. Red wants that. Yep. It's great and limited, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm happy with uh, attacking. And okay. it's great because, um, no, Dire Fleet Captain is pretty good, but mm -hmm. you had to wait a turn for it to do it, have any effect. This has some effect as soon as it comes out. Yeah, and you don't even have to attack with it, which is yeah, great. Yeah. Exactly. So, but you can it, attack yeah. with it, and it sees itself. It pumps all pirates. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's a repeatable, that effect that costs three red to pump everything. That's a really pretty female orc, I have to say. Yeah. 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 I like, your, I like the hat, too. Yeah. Nice hat. That makes it powerful. And the, Are those so ribbons, powerful. or is that hair? Um, whatever it is, it's a good look. Yeah, good, oh, look, good look. Red look and black. Yeah, Absolutely. No, uh, and then our last card of the evening is Thunder Herd Migration. Mm. Uh, it is green one sorcery. As an additional cost to cast Thunder Herd Migration, reveal a dinosaur card from your hand or pay one. So maybe this will be a cycle. Uh, search your library for a basic land card. Oh, it's ramping. Put it onto the battlefield, tap, and then shuffle your library. That's good. Yep. If That's there's a cool. dinosaur deck in standard, we'll play this. I'm yeah, sorry. this might be a, a good reason to look more at uh, Dino Ramp. Yeah. Because that's actually, like, Rampant Growth is a very, very good magic card. So. This is really fun, too, because you show your opponent, you're like, here's the dino I'm ramping to. Be, be very afraid. It's coming. Yeah. Here's the land that's getting me there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just put the fear in them. If we get, yeah, if we get one or two good, more uh, good ramp spells, like, dino ramp could actually be a thing. And since we're getting the giant elder dinos, like, those are maybe worth ramping to. So, yeah. we'll have to see. Cool. Yay, very cool. And that uh, wraps up our episode of Spoiler Season for today. Min, thanks so much for joining us, as always. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And uh, Katie, you're still here, so you're cool, <laughs> too. I'm still here. I, I think I'm pretty dope as well. Um, and <laughs> uh, That's all for tonight. So thanks again to our sponsors, uh, New England Comics, who you can check out at NEC Coolidge on Facebook, and to Flipside Gaming, where you can find them at flipsidegaming.com. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. I'm in. And this is Spoiler, Spoiler Season. Season.